Welcome back to the Micah Munoz podcast, everybody. It is your host, Micah. Um, let me just get right into what we're going to be talking about today. First off and foremost, can everyone say hello to Kendra? And she's going to introduce herself again for the second time. So this is the second time she's on the podcast. Hey, guys. It is Kendra. I'm super excited and honored to be back on the Micah Munoz podcast. So thank you, mm. Micah, for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So... Uh, I know we wanted to make more uh, since the last one because the last one was very popular, but we are back and we are excited to be actually committed to doing it um, more often. So let's get into it. Today we are talking about unity. Now the specific unity that I want to ask Kendra about since we are believers and I believe that these topics are really good to talk about. um, The first question I do want to ask you, babe, is could you speak on unity within the body of Christ. All right, well, unity in the body of Christ. So I'm gonna take a shot at this out of being a huge visionary. So to some of you guys, the things I'm about to say will probably sound pretty nuts, but this is actually to the extent where my mind goes. So when we first think of unity, I think in general as a whole, the church, we're supposed to be really unified Um, We're supposed to be the body of Christ. And I think we can do a great job at being unified within our own churches. And I also think that we can kind of like support other churches from afar, um, which is not a bad thing. Like that is great. But where my mind takes me on this is specifically John chapter 13, verse 35 says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And when I think of that verse, I just think of like, what would the body of Christ look like if we all came together and showed our love for one another, showed our love for the world and showed our unification as a body publicly. So what I mean by that is instead of all of us having our own church and our own kind of church home, what if we all came together as churches, regardless of how big or how small our church is, or how many lights and smokes we have and how many we don't? What if we put all of that aside and started doing things like say a worship night in the park, right? Just imagine if we had a huge worship night and it wasn't put on by this church or that church, but a collection of churches, a collection of just worship team members from all different churches that come together and say, you know what? We're gonna throw a worship night in the park. We're not gonna put a specific church's title on it. This is us coming together and like wholeheartedly worshiping the Lord. Thinking about that right there, I'm like, imagine how many people in our community would be like, huh? Nobody's ever seen that, you know, like we have worship nights, but it will be like an individual church that holds that or say, for example, and this sounds nuts probably, but what if we had a community football game, like flag football game, right? Where just men from all different types of churches and kids and boys and stuff got together to play flag football and then you had moms and daughters and aunts and whatever out there like doing dances and cheerleading and and being on a dance team and stuff on the sides but all of that money that could be raised to a simple like five dollar donation ticket that could be used as money that can go towards the community go towards giving food out to the homeless or building a house like what if even talking about homeless, like what if us as churches, just even in our community, there are thousands of people that attend a church. Imagine if even 1,000 of those people 
went out to sack like right out there by the capital there are so many homeless people what if we as a thousand went out and simply just prayed for those people like not even necessarily going to give them something except prayer deliverance like seeing healing happen like all of that type of stuff i just think if we moved as a collective body of christ in that type of unity with the mindset of going out and making disciples like baptizing them right like having that mindset right there i think is something that can shock the world and i know that we talk about having revival and how do we get it and all these things and while yes revival does start within our own individual hearts i do think that there would be something so powerful by us all coming together and actually standing for christ publicly so it makes me even think of for example just people that are in the world and not even believers i think and don't get mad at me for saying this but i think that they do a great job of finding something that they believe in in common with you know say for example abortion like i'm just gonna put it out there when it comes to abortion people of the world are like nope like we want access to legal abortions like all these different things and they will rise up they will go to war for their beliefs they will go to like a mile long to like make sure that their voice is being heard to do protests walks all of that stuff and they are unified over that one simple topic right but like us as believers we have the most biggest thing to be unified over and that is simply jesus and his goodness and if we took even just a percentage of that same unity that the world has when it comes to topics that they agree on and we put that towards going out and like preaching the gospel praying for people serving our community giving back like how much our community could be changed would be beyond us so sorry for that whole long super big spiel but i really just feel like overall um we should definitely just try to be united on a much further level than just within our own church home um but i think it takes also humility to be able to do that i know our pastor does a really awesome job of encouraging people to go out and check out other churches and encouraging people that hey there are a lot of awesome churches around here so i think that's something i really do appreciate because our pastor is really big on making sure that He's letting everybody know this is not his church, like this is God's church. And what if pastors in our community continuously have that mindset and that humility to say, you know what, Lord, like our mission and vision is actually much bigger than just our individual church. It's about going out and affecting the community, like literally changing it. So that's just my first part of that. Um, Another thing that I think comes to mind is when it talks about in John 13, 35, for your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I think that right there is something that we can show in our community on a daily basis as individuals. Like even when we're going to the grocery store, when we're out and we're at a restaurant, whatever it may be, how we are with one another can make a really big impact. Um, whether it's you're out with your family, whether it's you're after church with a bunch of friends, whatever it may be, I think that by us showing our love for each other, people are going to notice a difference, right? Because like nowadays, I think you can go out to a grocery store and everybody 
can be in their own world, their own thoughts, you know. Most of the time, we're probably not thinking, how can I walk in this grocery store today and be a blessing to somebody? How can I walk in and, like, spread the love of Jesus? But I think even through that, um, it can actually <laughs> make a much bigger impact than we think um, by really just allowing people to see that light that's shining through us. And I think even the smallest thoughts, guys, like, say, for example, if you're at a grocery store, and you just take a second to say, how is your day? And I'm not talking about that, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, good, I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks, you know, whatever. But I'm talking about like actually asking somebody, how is your day going? Or just asking them a simple question of like, what is one positive thing that's happened to you today? I know it's uncomfortable because we're strangers and we might not know everybody, but I'm telling you guys like those smallest things can definitely make a difference um, and show the love of Jesus, so. I'll just stop there with that. Oh, wow. Oh, I touched my lip on it. So if you heard that on the episode, um, yeah. Wow. What I'm going to encourage you guys to do, um, because I do know this is getting um, to around 10 minutes. I encourage you guys, whoever is listening, to stop this episode more than you have on any other episode and really listen to the points she is making and this is not a bias at all i approve of everything that's like even being said here and i love it because how beautiful is it that we as believers have one person we literally one person it's jesus christ to be unified under and together that's how we're going to be unified like the world has a bunch of different things they try to be unified over just like Kendra said, we have one that we're supposed to be unified over. So, um, yeah, I think that was really great. Um, thank you, babe, for sharing your heart on that. And I hope you guys really, like I said, pause this episode and really think how you could practically bring more unity within the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is not just your church, as Kendra said, it's not just your church home. The body of Christ is every single person that has been saved by grace through faith, and they're not of themselves, lest any man can boast, but a gift from God. Anyone that has been saved, that is a person that is a part of the body. Create unity with that person and go the extra mile to actually um, pursue unity within the body of Christ. Well, guys, uh, that is the episode, unless you have anything else. I think she does. Yeah, she does. Okay, here we go. Let's get it. Okay, I'll say this last thing. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12, um, it talks about how there's basically this issue of people saying, oh, I'm a follower of Paul, and I'm a follower of Peter, and so on and so forth. And it's caused division in the church. And Paul is telling everybody, hey, let there be no division in the church, but rather be of one mind, united in thought and of purpose. And I just think going back to the whole Great Commission, the whole idea of we, yes, as individuals have different purposes, right? Like maybe God's calling some people to be teachers, some people to be pastors, so on and so forth, doctors, lawyers, whatever it may be. However, when it does come to the body of Christ, like we are all supposed to go out and actively make disciples. And so if we had that mindset and like actually lived that out on a daily, like I'm not just talking about kind of putting it off in the back burner, but I'm talking about literally waking up every day, like, okay, Lord, how can I make an impact on your earth? 
how can I bring your kingdom glory? Um, just imagine how much change can happen right there. So I think like Micah kind of mentioned, the Lord being what actually brings us unity and what is supposed to unify us. That right there is huge. And I think earlier I talked about a lot of vision stuff on a large scale, but I think that there are small practical things that we can do now when it comes to being unified. And that's simply just making sure that we're not tearing down other churches, that we're not focused on the pettiness of like, oh, well, they do things this way and they do things that way and whatnot. Like at the end of the day, is the gospel being preached? At the end of the day, are people giving their lives to Christ? Are people being discipled? Like those are the things that actively matter. And I'm not saying that everybody's focused on this, but I do know that there are churches out there that it's kind of more clicky and stuff, you know? And I think on a small scale as individuals, we can do our part by making sure that we are constantly having a positive attitude towards other churches, towards other believers. Um, But we can even do stuff as simple as like, say if another church is having a worship night or say if they're having some type of get together, go to it. Like just because it's another church that we don't attend to on a regular basis does not mean that we shouldn't go. It's not being a traitor to your home church if you go support a worship night or you go to it just because you simply want to worship Jesus. Like that should be awesome. And think about how impactful that could be to the body of Christ. If there are believers from all over getting to come together, that's more testimonies that could be shared. That's more ideas that could be brought into the table. That's more glorification to God than anything. And that right there, I think, is where unity can really, really start making a much bigger impact in our community when we step outside of our walls and link arms with the other churches that are in our area and the other believers in our area to start actually showing up in the community with the authority of Christ rather than kind of like sitting back and I don't want to say being passive because it's not passiveness. It's more so just like, I don't know. It's like if the world can go out and they can sit here and hurrah and yay and all this stuff over the things that we believe in, as followers of Christ, I'm like, we've got the most exciting thing to be out here like hurrahing about. And if we did, even if it just started with two to three churches linking arms and saying, you know what, we're going to throw a worship night in the park. Everybody's invited. This isn't bringing glory to a specific church. This is to simply go out and worship Jesus. Think about how many people in our community could show up to that worship night in the park and be like, what is this? We want to talk about revival. And even the movie Jesus Revolution came out. It was so awesome to see and just seeing people come from all over. Like those type of things we could be doing in our community and that will draw people and allow them to see the opportunity of us actually loving each other and sharing the gospel and so on and so forth. So now I'm officially dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you again for being on the podcast. Guys, this is an exciting episode and I cannot wait for the rest of them. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you and we are praying that this does actually reach people and actually bring unity, even if it's one person. That's all we care about. So thank you guys again. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening in. If you want to have a worship night in the park, if you guys want to do a community football game, a talent show for Pete's sake, like <laughs> whatever. She said Pete's sake. <laughs> I know. She's not 50. No, I know. But I'm just saying, guys, like this stuff might sound crazy, but it's literally so tangible. And I'm just nuts enough to think in my head, like, okay we could pull this off like the lord can do anything but oh if we could just bring jesus more glory 
that is all I'm asking and wanting to do. So, okay, I'm done. Thanks, guys. See? She's bright. She is. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening. We cannot wait till the next episode. Let us know how you like this one. God bless. Thank you.